The Cool Mom Show, the place you can find real mom talk without the perfection of social media. We'll be chatting about marriage after kids, parenting, and the life of being a working mom. Turn on the podcast during your morning commute or while folding the laundry. Grab yourself a coffee, put on some lip gloss, and let's do this together. Hey, cool moms. Welcome back to the Cool Mom Show. <laughs> um, we are, we've got a topic of the podcast today, and then we can talk about what we did this weekend, I guess. Okay. Um, we have a little bit of exciting news coming um, from the weekend. You're not talking into the mic. From the weekend, because I'm looking <laughs> at you. What do you, you mean to do? Not that. look at you while I'm talking? You got to work on it. <laughs> now, hey, now it looks good. Okay. I'm just the I'm the producer slash co-host <laughs> here, so. Well, I'm trying um, to look at you when I'm talking, and I move my head like a little mm-hmm. half an inch. You yell at me. Well, because <laughs> look, <laughs> I'm the producer here slash co-host. But oh, anyways, yeah. So we have an exciting surprise coming. Should oh. we tell them what it is? Are we announcing our surprise from the weekend? Oh, <laughs> we're gonna have a new family member coming along yeah a new furry family member it's a furry family member it's not what it's not what a lot of our family's thinking right <laughs> it's a um, fur baby yeah and i'm not gonna lie i'm a little bit nervous she's not ready it is a she she's not ready to go till <laughs> friday so we have to wait till the weekend to get her but it's not a very long wait it's just been a really long time since I've had a puppy. So, I've probably only had one puppy in my whole life that I've like raised from puppy. Well, it was kind of meant to be. You want to kind of tell the story of how that all went down? Sure. <laughs> so I saw it on Facebook on Thursday and Friday, Thursday or Friday, and there was only three of them. So I figured all oh, they're for sure all taken by now. But I sent it to Craig and he didn't really say anything. They're so lab, like, lab puppies. I was like, okay, well, he must not be interested. Well, then later I said, did you see those lab puppies? And he's like, no. So then I re-pulled them up and we were looking at them. I'm like, the yellow ones are really cute. So I was like, there's two yellow ones and one black. And I was like, I really, really think the yellow ones are super cute. Like you've always wanted a lab. And if I got a lab, I would want a yellow one. Yeah. And But he was kind of liking the black. Well, then we messaged the lady and she's like, well... We have someone coming to look at the yellow one tomorrow. So really all we have left is the one black one. And I was like, eh, I'm not really interested in the black one. So I just kind of like, I was like, I told her, I said, if anything falls through, just let me know. So she texted me the next day after the family had gone and looked at the yellow one and they had ended up choosing the black one because yeah. the kids wanted the black one. So we still, so she said, you know, she has a long list of people <coughs> to come look at the yellow one, but if I want to come look at it, I could come tomorrow. So we went the next day at 10 in the morning, went and looked at her. <laughs> and Craig and I, we both weren't really convinced until we got there. But when <laughs> yeah. we got there, the mom and dad labs were really nice. Um, they didn't really bark at all. They didn't jump. They were really sweet. And the puppy was really sweet. And so Craig was like, I think I want her. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really like convinced. I don't know what we were doing. <laughs> that, well, that puppy I, had to win us over. I feel like, to be honest, you have to go and see and make sure it's the one for you. Like, you can't just see it online and think, oh, I'm going to buy it today. Like, I feel like you thought, oh, we have to know if we're going to buy it or not. I'm like, well, you don't really know until you go and meet it. 
Yeah. So. The well, my deal breaker was if we showed up and like mommy and daddy dog were like dumb and awful dogs. Yeah, I was like gonna be out. It's gonna be a no <laughs> for me. But it they, was a quick yes instead. I feel like. Yeah, I got out of. We the were truck. only there for like less than five minutes. <laughs> that little puppy came up and sat on my lap and started licking me, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> It was a quick yes. I was like, wow, that was fast. I like, I wasn't sure what your response was going to be. I wasn't sure if you were going to be like, you know, you want to talk about it. And he was just like, we'll take her. I had to win dad over. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. So I'm excited to get her. But it's just been a really long time since I've had a puppy. So it's kind of crazy. And I feel like we just basically tra- potty trained our two-year-old. And now we're going to be doing potty training a puppy. But Both. It is fine. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I mean, I had a dogs growing up as a kid. I feel like they teach you a lot of lessons, like when you're a kid, and they entertain you and everything. I mean, yeah. I hope the girls love her. I think they will. No, she's just, so cute. Yeah. She literally looks like a little teddy bear. <laughs> she does. <laughs> she's so soft, too. But anyways, so we'll, the next topic that I had for today was um, potty training topic of our two-and-a-half-year-old because she um, has not been the easiest to potty train, and it's just kind of what we've been doing in our lives right now, so I figured why not talk about it. Mm, um, it's a big deal. It is a big deal, and comparing her to our oldest daughter, things have gone a lot differently. <laughs> um, so... Basically, I'll just start from the beginning. I feel like the number one thing to do first is to make sure that they are ready. And so I think I tried with her. Well, you got to introduce them to the potty too. So we kind of like started introducing her. But then she wasn't quite like ready, ready, like verbally, mentally. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess since we have two kids, you can kind of talk about the the differences. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess, Just, so with our oldest daughter. Stella's story, because it's quick. Yeah, Stella's story is quick. So our oldest daughter, we potty trained her at two years and two months. And I remember it exactly because it was when the world shut down. It was during 2020 pandemic, March 2020. We were like, well, we're stuck at home. Let's potty train our two-year-old. And I mean, within a weekend, she understood I let her go with nothing on because I had read that was the best way to potty train just let him go with nothing put the potty out and I swear she went she maybe had I don't even think I don't remember any accidents on the floor maybe, maybe one one or two. maybe one or two but she went on the potty every single time so yeah so Stella was super quick and she would even like immediately she would tell me like hey I have to go to the potty and she um like I didn't really have to like train her to tell me she just told me like right away the only thing struggle we had with her was I remember when we went to public restrooms she was like terrified to use a public restroom yeah I feel like what's the sign when you know they're ready when what I mean like they're telling you Mm -hmm. I don't know. They're wanting their diaper changed. I feel like yeah, when they, walk when they up, want their they diaper like, changed, or they're like, I, you know, pooped in my diaper. Like, hey, I peed. Hey, yeah. I pooped. Like, please, like, they're, they know they don't like their wet diaper. Right. Or, yeah. So, I mean, every kid can be different, but yeah, that's kind of what we've noticed. I'm trying to remember back to Stella. She, she was like, 
really smart and she could talk at a really young age like she talked a lot so oh. i think that is a reason why she yeah was able to potty train so early because i feel like two years and two months was pretty early but kind of a good good time i've heard of other people doing it around that time so anyways backtrack to sylvie so i was like okay we'll maybe try around the same time as stella but i knew sylvie would be a little bit later than stella just because their personalities are way different and sylvie's a little less mature than stella was at that age she wasn't as verbal as quickly wasn't as verbal as quickly and just wasn't quite there <laughs> and so i waited until like we had the potty out and it was introduced and actually she started going with stella and like randomly it was so random like that's when i realized she was ready like i was in the kitchen cooking dinner one night and stella's like mommy sylvie peed on the potty when i was going to the bathroom like I did yeah. nothing. She just did it on her own. And that's when I realized I was like, okay, I think she's ready. Yeah. So you like introduce both our kids by start, you get a potty. You just set it there. Book, huh? Oh yeah. A potty themed book. Yeah. Yeah. And then Gosh, you, I've been reading that to Sylvie then, since she was a babe, since she was one. I, I mean, this is just like trying to help moms, I guess. Uh, yeah. You started reading potty books and then you brought the potty out and you didn't push it on them, but they just kind of did it you know like like you just said yeah um so yeah i mean then with sylvie she just like started going on her own randomly it's a good way to introduce like not be pushy about it just yeah have it there yeah um and then we um what else did we do after that so then oh so when we decide when I decided we were going to go for it I was like well we will um just pick a weekend and we're going to potty train for the whole weekend and I feel like that's the best way to do it like you have to have a consistent place so it's easier if you stay home for like three or four days if you can um rather than like trying to do it throughout the week when they're like at babysitters and daycare and all the different things so one weekend we didn't have a lot going on it was right before we went to Disney World about two weeks before we went to Disney World and I figured I could get it done in two weeks because with Stella I got it done in like three or four days so I was like two weeks okay yeah she'll be able to get it so (laughs) not so much um (laughs) we spent like the whole weekend I pretty much just let her run around naked and she did go a lot and she did get the hang of it and we were in underwear but I will say she had several accidents on the floor um she kind of thought it was funny she's our ornery child so she thought it was kind of funny that she peed on the floor um so we had to break that and then i started (laughs) letting her wear like loose fitting underwear versus like the padded training underwear because the padded training underwear it kind of just like to her felt like she was wearing a diaper so she would just pee in it every single time Mm -hmm. so i started like putting loose fitting underwear on her and then that would like trigger like oh i have to go potty so fast forward like the two weeks we were about ready to go to disney she had a pretty good grasp on it but we had to do a road trip down to disney so it was like a 12-hour car ride (laughs) so obviously we didn't want to have to stop five million times so we had um i put her in pull-ups for the car ride most car rides we were pull-upping at the yeah and she did tell us of several times on in the car even with a pull-up on that she had to pee or poop but she would still go in her pull-up so then um, by the time we get to Disney, you know, she's playing with all of her cousins. So I just went ahead, even at the parks, I kept a pull up on her because I was like, well, I don't want to have to carry all these clothes because we only pack so much. It was just like a whole trip thing. So basically she ended up wearing a pull up most of the time that we were there just because it was more 
it was more convenient. She did use the potty though, I'd say like 50% of the time when yeah. we were down there. And then we got home. She and did she, good. Yeah, she did pretty good for like being, you know, I kind of confused her with the pull-ups. I honestly, pull-ups are okay when you need them, but I honestly feel like they just confuse the kids more because it's like, okay, this feels like a diaper, but it's not a diaper. And I don't know, it just but confuses some, their little minds. Sometimes, yeah, but you're using it for your convenience. Yeah, but you use it for your convenience. <laughs> so at that point, it's, you know, better. Which sometimes you have to. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Until a certain point. Yeah. You can use them for like, you know, to till they start getting a hang of it. Getting better. And getting better. Yeah. You can use them. I just noticed that if you can and if you're at home, use underwear because I feel like pull-ups just confuse them. Like when you can avoid pull-ups, avoid them. But when you can't, I mean, there's obviously nothing you're you can do. You're taking a potty trained child to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought she'd be fully potty trained, but she was more or less 50% potty trained. <laughs> Yeah. So then we got home and she had an ear infection, double ear infection, both ears, 102 fever, did not even want to get up to move. I'm like, okay, well, there's no way I'm getting your, there's no way I'm getting you on the potty. Like you don't even want to get up. Like she was sleeping. I mean, I'd never seen the girl so sick. So then, um, so then I was like, well, we'll just, we'll put diapers and pull-ups on. So we did that for until she got better for almost like at least four or five days until she got better. And then we restarted potty training. But then at that point, we had a major regression. And she was, like, not as bad as the first time. But she, like, peed on the floor a couple of times. Or she kept peeing in her underwear, peeing in her pants. And I was like, ugh. Like, are we ever going to get through this? And then I feel like as soon as she started feeling better and she started consistently going on. We just, what we did, we just stayed consistent. I feel like we just stayed consistent with the. Kept putting the underwear on her. Kept asking her, kept putting underwear on her. The main difference between her and Stella is I feel like the running around naked thing worked good. Well, Sylvia was like the opposite. Like. Yeah. I mean, I do think in the beginning it helped her, her mind to be like, oh, I have to go pee. Because there does have to be a point where they figure out like. I guess during the regression, it's like you got to keep the underwear on her, yeah, or else she's just going on the floor. Yeah, she's just been, she's our stubborn child. So, I mean, I just feel like if you're in the potty training phase of life, like, just know that, like, not all kids are the same. Like, I had two kids. My first one was so easy. And I knew at that moment when I potty trained Stella, like, it was too easy. (laughs) And then when I potty trained Sylvia it was like okay she's very stubborn like she didn't even like sometimes it's even hard for her to even just like take the time out of her day to go sit on the potty she's just so busy yeah and then I I saw another um girl I follow on Instagram we have those um Tony boxes where you put the characters on the box and it like plays a song I saw that she had like her characters in the bathroom with the Tony box so every time she'd go potty she could put a character on the Tony box and Uh. it would like sing to her and it would be like kind of like a fun way to go and use the potty so I feel like in hindsight I that would have been a good way to do it with Sylvie because I feel like she needed positive encouragement positive reinforcement and that could have been something that like distracted her and got her to sit down and do it um i know something that really helped sylvie uh you know because since it took longer for her it wasn't a weekend thing but yeah like you have to she's like she's it took the total process for sylvie is probably like a month i mean a little more maybe what do you think yeah it was like about two months two months whatever yeah it was hard and we got through it but anyways what really helped her was like you have to ask her if she has to go like every hour it's like their little 
splatter like lasts mm-hmm. like literally one hour and it's hard it's yeah. kind of frustrating but if you don't like they they get so busy yeah. at that age and they don't know how to hold it yet they don't know they don't how even to... realize they're doing it and yeah you got to remind them and ask them it's a lot and you got to tell all your babysitters or yeah. daycare people like every Which, luckily hour. sylvie was pretty good everywhere she went with the people that she was with other than me i honestly felt like she did better with those people because it was more exciting at somebody else's house than it was at ours yeah parents sometimes you just don't realize how small they're how often they go when they're that little like they pee like every hour yeah yeah and she still pees like all the time not that bad but they learn how to hold it when you start asking do you have to go potty do you have gotta break their little (laughs) plane bout so now i feel like we're in the stage like i would say she's almost fully potty trained we're not quite there but it's been like at least probably all going on two months and at this point it's just positive reinforcement just i keep telling her how proud i am she told us yesterday when we were in the car that she had to go pretty much she's getting really good at verbally saying like i have to go potty so that's like the biggest deal ever so yeah basically if you have a regression what i've came to is like stick to the basics and be consistent consistency it's like the only thing i can say don't give up don't give up because there was a few times where i was like i just feel like i'm giving Um, up but it was like we've came this far can't (laughs) give up now i forget what what point it was i think it was right before we went to disney i was like you told me you just want to give up i'm like or when she was sick i was like i don't even know what to do i feel like i should which i kind of did give up i guess in a sense for three or four days but it really wasn't like my fault it was just the fact that she was sick yeah and i kind of had to i was forced but i didn't give up i just took a break Mm -hmm. so that's pretty much just the topic i had was potty training i feel like parents can relate i'm trying to pick any type type of like topic that's relatable and this just so happens to be what we're doing in our life right now and now we're getting a puppy and we're going to potty train it. <laughs> so we're just, we just decided that 2023 was the year of potty training, apparently. We, we had a puppy before, though. Yeah. Well, and the family that has the puppies now said that they're already using the bell and they're pretty good about going outside to go potty. So puppy tips next. <laughs> so, yeah, puppy tips next. It's been such a long time. Right. Um. So yeah, anyways, do you have anything else you want to add to the potty training topic? I'd say the earlier you start, the better. I think right yeah. around the two, two and a half, you just have to do it somewhere in there. Or just making sure your kid is, I think honestly the biggest thing is making sure your kid is ready. I've heard stories of like, um, you know, people are saying they got this three or four year old that's still not potty trained and blah, blah, blah. I feel like it's like, Maybe they they tried to start them too late or something. They're even more I mean, stubborn and set. You kind of want to look way. for that sweet spot. So if you start them too late, yeah, I mean, it might be they might be more stubborn about it. There's also like kids that get fearful of the potty, and that's I've never had to go through that. And it's most of the time like when it hurts them or something, it causes fear. Yeah. And I haven't had to go through that, but some people might wait a little bit too long. Yeah. And that makes it worse. Yeah. That, I, mean, I will backtrack a little bit too because um, when we started potty training, I did buy like the protein bars and Sylvie loved them. And I feel like it just kept her on track. So, like, diet wise, you kind of have to watch what they're um, eating too, drinking. A big driver for her to use the potty was candy. 
Well, like, yeah. It's chocolate. No, that was like <laughs> a huge, that's a huge motivator for her. Yeah, that's what I meant by positive reinforcement. And it just so happened to be Easter. So we had all this Easter candy and they wanted to eat it anyways. So I was like, you know what? If you want your Easter candy, you got to use the potty. Right. So it was just kind of like two, you know, two for one. And then Stella, our oldest, she's actually been a really big help. Like she puts Sylvie on the potty sometimes for me and I don't even know it. And there was like a few days there where Sylvie was just like anti-mom. She didn't want me to take her to the potty, but she wanted Stella to take her to the potty. So she like for two days let Stella, like Stella would take her. And thankfully Stella was so helpful and motherly that she wanted to help. Stella. And so I even gave Stella positive reinforcement for helping her go on the Yeah, you would give Stella candy for helping her go to the Yeah, so that was kind of how I did it motivated. with the siblings. Like Sylvie yeah. got candy for going on the potty and Stella got candy for helping her you know get to the potty or even if it's just <laughs> what she tells stella like i have to go potty stella like relays the message to me so it's not missed candy dealer like a drug dealer i guess so yeah <laughs> gosh it's like that to them they love their candy uh, i think that's i think we got through everything that helped us there yeah so it's kind of all over the place with our potty training but <laughs> it's kind of hard to think about all the things that helped it work i mean yeah and every child is different. So if they're not exactly like ours, hey, that's okay. <laughs> every kid likes candy. True. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you don't have to follow our technique to the T. Like, Solid. Yeah. We have two experiences. So we just <laughs> wanted to share our two experiences. Right. So we'll go ahead and move into the mom hack of the week. And this um, is something I've been doing for a while, but I didn't even like consider it a mom hack until I like sat down and thought about it. But it is um, keeping like the hairbrush and hair ties down in the kitchen. So if like when they're eating breakfast or when they're watching their iPads or they're distracted, you can brush their hair and try to do it when they're not paying attention. And then at that point, it's not like you're having to go back up to the bathroom and do all the things up there and you can multitask, like you can cook dinner or cook breakfast and do their hair at the same time. So it's like a multitasking mom hack there, especially that's a girl mom. Yeah, hack. That's what I was, was going to say. say <laughs> I can't speak for the boys. I mean, maybe I have heard that, you know, boys, you can just throw some gel in their hair or whatever. You could keep that in the kitchen too. I mean, I don't know. No, I do. I'm a, I'm a girl mom, so. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do this hack myself because I get up early before and I yeah. just roll out of bed and walk downstairs. My deodorant and eat, no, my deodorant and my yeah. hair stuff's in the kitchen in yeah. the junk drawer. And <laughs> I know. Use it down there every morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's nice to just keep it down there because then it's right there. You can just grab it and go. Um, And I feel like being a girl mom, I said this last week on my Instagram, but being a girl mom is you're like always I never have a hair tie for myself I started keeping extra hair ties in the car too because it's like I'll go to the gym and I'm realized that I gave my hair tie up to one of the girls so that they could keep their hair pulled up and so yeah anyways I decided I'm gonna keep extra hair ties in right. my car that way I, I never am missing a hair tie I'm a big clip guy clips yeah whatever called stella's into headbands too headbands and clips she just sticks she's pretty good about doing it. her luckily her hair is like she can wake up in the morning and her hair is pretty now sylvie she's my bedhead girl like and she's she's in a stubborn stage right now where she doesn't want me to do her hair she let me do her hair forever up until like a week ago now she doesn't want me to touch it so i feel like every little girl if you have girls they go through this phase where they don't want their hair touched but it 
it fades away and then they want their hair done. Now Stella wants to do all the different hair things. So we do braids, we do buns, we do. She wants to try something new every day. So they get past it. Um, Right now I'm just letting it go. I'm like, as long as you don't look like, you know, too crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It just drives me crazy when they're two and a half and they don't want to do anything with their hair. And then it ends up getting sticky and from the food that they're eating and everything. It drives me nuts, but I just have to take a step back, but I, I have been able to get Sylvie's hair up sometimes when she's distracted. So if you keep it in the kitchen, <laughs> you can easily just whip it up real quick and they might not notice. I like it. <laughs> um, so yeah, do we want to do the argument of the week? I kind of left this one up to this you. This is my segment here. I this left is this why <laughs> I come on the show. Which shall I choose from this week? I like to think we don't argue that much, but... The big argument is we're getting the new puppy, and we have a fence in the ground from the previous owner right and we were needing a well they didn't leave the collar and this is a dumb argument so yeah it's silly. in the moment we were arguing about it pretty heavily <laughs> uh, anyways so we we have the fence already installed in the ground and the unit's still there but we needed a collar and yeah. i looked them up and they were 450 dollars. and you know i was like well i'm not ordering that and whatever i'm not paying that and i'm gonna find a different brand and you're all mad you said we needed the, the oem original well whatever. you wanted to change the whole program and i didn't want to change the program we were arguing back i was f- like we can find a caller we don't have to change the program I'm not paying that much for a caller blah 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 we were yeah. arguing back and forth and Anyways, we hadn't, anyway. e- we hadn't even asked. Yeah. She still had the old one at her new house. Yeah. Like if it was laying around and she did. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it was a pointless argument. I went upstairs <laughs> and I laid down with the girls and I was laying there and I'm like, you know what? I mom has the old one because they had to get a whole new unit. And at that point, it was, the unit was so much newer. They had to get a new collar and everything. Luckily, she did still have it. So we don't. It was, the argument we was don't have pointless. We don't have to argue <laughs> so take a step back i don't know (laughs) um yeah that was just kind of that was you know i feel like every married couple has some type of disagreement argument like your life is not perfect Uh, yeah well so anyway it ain't (laughs) um so the very last thing that i have is the fashion tip of the week so i have two things because i couldn't pick which one i liked better um, these are just trends that I'm noticing spring, summer, 2023. So we went to the Apple store yesterday and we were up at Easton, which is like our mall by us. Um, and we went into Aerie and I was looking at all the sunglasses and all the sunglasses on the thing were like nineties vibe sunglasses. Like the nineties are coming back. They're like skinny. I'm here for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, some of them are like cat eye like 
I'm trying to describe them since you can't see them, but I'm going to like post some of my favorite ones that I have. And post then some links. Yeah. Because I, I was looking at uh, Aerie and they had, they were like two for 22 and I, I actually wanted to get some, but the girls were being crazy. And so I was like, whatever, I'll just order it online or something. But, um, they're just like very retro. The retro sunglasses are coming back. And even mm. for guys, like they have those ones that are like you tried on at the Oakley store. Oh, the Oakley store. Some of those glasses look pretty out. But there they right looked now. good on you. But they were like, I don't They're know. They're like the pit vipers. Yeah. But now Oakley's leaning back into them heavy. And they, now yeah. they have like nose shields and everything. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> Well, the guy at the Oakley store said that your nose is like the number one place to get skin cancer, and that's why they're putting these like nose shields on there. Uh, Oakley's prices kind of went up a lot lately. Yeah, and I'm kind of just done with them. Like, well, they used to be much. very durable, but they now, used to be around like a hundred twenty dollars. Yeah. Now they're all like two hundred plus. Yeah. Two to three hundred. Yeah. Yeah, now it's like you can buy um what's those ones when you go running in all the time? The Gooders, which those <laughs> yeah. are just kind of like a running glasses. They're not really like a trendy fashion one. I mean, they are cute, but they're more of like they stay on your face when you can run and they're comfortable. They look like Holbrooks. They look like Holbrooks from Oakley and they're $25. Yeah. Which is so Post cheap. Post a link to that. Yeah. Gooders. Gooders. I love those. I do too. I mean, they're not super, like the ones I'm talking about, like fashion tip of the week, they're not like super fashionable with the trend that's coming back, but they're like perfect. Like if you want like a working out glass or like glasses or like um, anything like that, Gooders is the way to go. Like I ran my half marathon in them and they did not budge on my face and they were $25. <laughs> like you can't beat them and they're pretty durable too, like especially for a guy. Uh, and glasses just get scratched up. Like, yeah. Like who... I'm not the type of person, I doubt any young parent is going to be able to keep, because your kids are always grabbing yeah. them and wanting it to play be, with them. It might be like the phase of life that we're into. Like we have young kids, so it's like, yeah. do we really need expensive glasses when like you never know when they're going to get their hands on them and like ruin them? They will not survive. So. <laughs> so Oakley's are out. Yeah. Gooders and um, airy sunglasses are in. <laughs> yeah. Um, For us. So I just noticed that when we were shopping, I was like, okay, okay, I can... And I tried on a couple of these glasses because at first I saw them I'm like, there is no way I could pull these skinny glasses off. Like they just look so old school. But then I tried a couple pairs on and I did end up liking like a couple of the pairs. So yeah, I feel like I need to get some for summer, like one of the newer trending glasses. Um, and then the last thing that I noticed for fashion, this is more of shoes related, is it's like the cowgirl boots and slash cowgirl trend is like very trendy right now which i'm here for because like nashville's my favorite city <laughs> ever um yeah and i feel like i've i feel like where we live it's very rural area so people have always wore like boots and stuff around here but like now the cowgirl boots are like trending like like in the city and like everywhere like girls are wearing like cowgirl boots with their dresses like it's <laughs> very trendy right now so oh, yeah. i got a pair of sparkly boots which i can't wait to wear to morgan wallen um, so I've been like looking at different Morgan Wallen outfits, but that's not until August. <laughs> but anyway, I've also seen like the white cowgirl boots that people are even wearing like to church with their dresses. I don't know. I'm here for it. The I'm Dallas like Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Yeah, they look like the <laughs> Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders boots. And at first I'm like, what are all these girls doing in these cowboy boots? Like, what is this trend? And I'm like, I'm like, they've kind of been around here forever, but they're like actually trending and people are wearing them with like all kinds. I've seen people wearing them to the Taylor Swift 
Eras tour. I've seen them wearing them to the new Morgan Wallen concert. And, like, the whole cowgirl trend is just, like, in for the summer. So just wanted to put that out there. Keep you guys a cool mom. Okay. Get some cowgirl (laughs) boots. They're all over Amazon. They've got every color under the sun. It's kind of interesting. So I guess that's pretty much it for the this week's episode of the podcast short and um, sweet put yeah. it out there huh yep not waiting I'm trying to be more weeks. trying to be more consistent <laughs> i fell off there for a while i don't know what happened disney and potty training that's what happened yep disney and potty <laughs> training <laughs> see you cool moms